Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. The Adams County Sheriff's Office arrested a woman following an investigation into a shooting in Adams County. 37-year-old Lisa Marie Inman has been charged with tampering with evidence, three counts of child endangerment, and conspiracy to commit a forcible felony. Inman is the wife of 38-year-old Cole Inman, who faces attempted murder charges and three counts of child endangerment, one count of reckless use of a firearm, and one count of assault with a dangerous weapon. The Adams County Sheriff's Office says the incident happened on Friday, October 27th at Highway 148 and 130th Street. Cole Enman was going after some teenagers after he thought they were on his property the night before. Law enforcement saw Enman grab his firearm and shoot multiple times toward them. The criminal complaint says Enman's wife and four kids were in the truck during the incident. Both Lisa Marie Enman and Cole Enman are out on bond. A Lennox man faces charges following a single vehicle accident in Adams County. The Adams County Sheriff's Office responded to the crash at around 9 a.m. on Sunday near Highway 34 and Willow Avenue. Deputies found a 2013 black Dodge Dart in the westbound ditch. The driver, later identified as 18-year-old Jesus Ramirez of Lennox, suffered minor injuries. Witnesses stated the vehicle was traveling at a high rate of speed, passing cars and no passing zones, and eventually lost control, rolled at least twice, and came to rest on its wheels. Authorities charged Ramirez with OWI first offense, reckless driving, and operating a vehicle without a license. A former United States Senator from Arizona says she was sexually assaulted while on a run near the Missouri River. Martha McSally says in an Instagram video, a man came up behind her and bear-hugged her, molesting her until she fought him off. She then says she chased after the man, swearing at him until he hid in the bush. She called the Council Bluffs Police Department, but they say she lost sight of the attacker before they arrived. A search conducted by police did not find the man. The Ottoman County Board of Supervisors is sending a setback proposal to the Planning and Zoning Commission regarding the wind turbine project in Ottoman County. Supervisors Chairman Doug Sorensen says they received a request to increase the setback to 1,500 feet from any property line. The board pretty well killed that, you know, right off the bat because uh, it would just kill any any wind project. You know, 1,500 foot from a property line would basically exclude any anything even 160 acres you couldn't build a turbine on if your if your neighbors didn't want it so and and you know we don't want to be so anti-business um it's such an anti-business climate in ottoman county that we can't even entertain uh you know um, a wind project doug Sorensen suggested and the other board members agreed to send a proposal of a 1750 feet setback from any non-participants residents uh, we have to kind of um, thread the needle and um, figure out what what uh, is best for all parties, I guess. So I, I propose that we we just rather than look at at uh, at all wind turbines and property lines, I said, why don't we go to seventeen hundred and fifty feet from any non-participants' residence, and that would give um, an extra five hundred feet to any non-participant. The apex people were thought well, that. Probably won't kill the deal. They were going to look at it, see how how, bad, how harshly that would affect them. But um, but I think that might be a go. And anyway, that would be something we would just propose to the planning and zoning board, and they would have to review it and um, um, before it it went any further. So the plan is to build between 70 and 100 wind turbines in Ottawa County. The project extends west of Brayton to the Shelby County line. Apex officials recently reported landowner interest is around 18,000 acres. 
Atlantic School Superintendent Dr. Beth Johnson provided the school board with district enrollment data at their meeting Wednesday evening. Dr. Johnson said the data shows an increase of 24 students over last year. Some of that's that large kindergarten group. Yeah, yeah, and again, I tend to see the numbers being at that um, that early elementary age, and I don't know if that's indicative of things that are going to be continued to happen. So again, we really need to look at what space we have at Washington and what we're going to do with the support in, in those that building that grade level. Again, our um, ELL student population is again increasing from the previous year. Mm-hmm. Make, we don't have any empty classrooms at Washington. No. Dr. Johnson said the data also shows less students open enrolling out than in previous years and an increase in students open enrolling in. The Atlantic Area Chamber Ambassadors hosted a ribbon cutting this morning for the new playground at Washington Elementary School. The Ambassadors were joined by Superintendent Dr. Beth Johnson, school board members, Washington Elementary students, and staff. I know that uh, you, you know you're taking time uh, out of your busy day to come and spend time at the school, but uh, it's important for the kids to see other adults that are celebrating a special moment for the school district and when you think about it what do we do um, we go to work every day and it's it's really about our kids right and if, if your kids are little or big community is all about what we do for our kids so i appreciate that and i hope you had fun being part of our fun and our chaos but that's a normal day of school <laughs> school board president laura mclean said as they talked about the different needs and where they needed to invest a new playground was seen as a significant need by parents students teachers and the community you know started to look into i think anyone who pays attention to our board meetings would know the sticker shock we had when we started pricing you know oh how much is a playground and finding out we were talking hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars um but we we thought about it and figured out that it was a worthwhile investment something we were going to be able to go forward with there was a ton of excitement from our teachers um we had many people give input into different designs they went around and did research and looked at playgrounds and we got bids from different places and really had a lot of feel like it was a um, uh, school district community effort to decide on what would be best for the kids. What what I always remember when I go past <laughs> is that Stacy, the principal here, she said, you can never have enough swings. And we have so many swings and they are always full. <laughs> so <laughs> I really appreciated that. School board vice president Christy Pellet said the parent-teacher organization was instrumental in getting this started. They wanted to fundraise and research grants and do something to initiate the project. And then when you really get into researching, you realize, okay, this is a lot larger than a simple, like, put a bucket out and collect money at games for a playground. So um, it, it needed to be an investment by our board. And I think part of our understanding is to how many little hands and feet touch that playground. If you drive by uh, during the evenings, during the weekends, it is always full. Laura McLean noted that the project came in under budget. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Andy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.